Hey, everybody. It's Jared and Krista with The Truth Is. I'm Jared. I'm Krista. And welcome to another edition of, and the last season finale. season finale of the first season. I feel like we're going to go on a 19-year run like Grey's Anatomy. Oh, really? We would be, Do you think we'll do this for 19 years? Can you imagine? What will we be talking about at, um, what's the math, 60, 70-ish? Put the mic a little closer to your face, sweetheart. Okay. But what do you mean 60? I might have that by then. <laughs> what do you mean 70-ish? We won't oh, I'm, 70. I'm, no, 19 plus whatever age we are. Come on. I'm oh, 60. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. Um, I'm going to turn you up and... No, but seriously, do you think we'll do a, like a 19-year run like Grey's? Oof, I don't know. Speaking of Grey's, is Grey's over now? No, remember we Googled it because we thought, well, this is the end. No, no, it was a season. It has a season yes. over there. And then... Did we watch the season finale? And so we're big Grey's fans. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we stuck with that. That's what means we're that old. Yeah, 19 seasons or something like that. It's been... That, we were young when we started watching it. Spirit, we're still young. Well, it's all mental. Okay, so I was listening to this podcast. I just want to say something cute right now. Our daughter's friend leaving the house. And what a great girl. She's picking some cherries to eat oh, she, before she leaves. She's in the tree picking cherries. Well, that's so awesome. sweet. Love so her. we live in, we moved. Uh, we live on the lake now. Oh, it's been that long since we've been here. Yeah, so we are legit uh, on the lake. We moved in here May 19th may 20th we got the uh, reno was mostly done and we finally just said the hell will you open it clear pick cherry <laughs> cutest thing <laughs> listen i've never had a cherry tree for someone to just and i i'm loving the fact that she's just slowing down and enjoying the cherries yeah I so like last night there okay so let's recap i was listening to this podcast you're not focused because we live on a lake and it's like a hundred degrees here today mm-hmm. I think it's uh, 49 degrees Celsius. That's what it feels like. Today. It's super hot. But this is our last episode for season one. Mm-hmm. And when we started our podcast, we decided to do podcasts whenever we thought like doing it. We didn't want to be attached to anything, uh, any structure or, mm-hmm. or a set timeline because we just weren't going to do it. We knew we'd fail. Yeah, because nothing sets us up for failure than having t- deadlines and timelines. Like we just don't live like that. Um, so this is our last podcast, which is pretty rad for the summer because we're going to take the summer off. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Got some good news, bad news, though. Uh, signed up a new coaching client. So we might be working a little bit during the summer. So well, no, we're, um, we're, we are working, but yeah. we're being very um, sourceful about when and how much. Totally. So I was listening to this podcast. I've listened to a few podcasts as I run. Um, and they recap their, their week or they recap their two weeks or month. Mm-hmm. And I think we should do the same. And because it's been a crazy, fun, busy month for us, month and a half. Yeah. Our last podcast was done maybe a month ago. I don't remember what it was about. Um, but what's happened in the last month? Let's recap. Oh, these are the worst questions to ask me. Why? I'm just, uh, well, my story, I tell myself now that I'm so in the moment. I can't even remember what I did yesterday, which is true, but also, I don't know. I just move on, but I can, I can dig deep and find it. So we moved. Well, we moved. Yeah. We're in the house. Which was not like easy because mm-hmm. we, the house wasn't exactly done, um, which was fine, but we had people in our space, which was a little challenging. Which is starting to eat our lunch. Like everyone's yeah. mostly done now. Like, you know, our sockets got finished today or mostly finished today and electrical, they're coming back tomorrow. To finish up some stuff, but for the most part, everyone's done. Yeah, but it's been a mind fuck having everyone in our space. Well, we both work from home, yeah. and so uh, yeah, it's been yeah. a little interesting with space. Yeah, it's challenging. Our but everything's like our house looks amazing. Yeah, and uh, we got some furniture. That's exciting. Decorating is like Decorating. the hardest part because yeah. you know you build this beautiful house or renovate this beautiful house, then you can really mess it up with the decorating. Yeah, and and, de- and decorating costs money. Yeah, which like, we're sort of feeling like. Yeah, like yeah. I was actually done spending money at the end of the reno. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck, ah, you know, got a couch and got pictures and carpets, and, which is all fine. It's, it is what it is. It needs to get done. But, but it's really a, like an energy leak. But what, so what we had a big realization with that, because actually we, this is a really great little insight 
we've got these two chairs and we were super excited because we ordered them and we're like, God, what a deal. Like it just felt like two for one kind of thing. They were such a good price. Oh, at Urban? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first we back up. We ordered chairs from yeah. our designer and then uh, was it China? It was the leather tariff. Then yeah. Because There's of the like a 200, 200, yeah, 200% tax on these, yeah. this leather kind of So they became China. unaffordable and, um, so then we were like, oh my God, we got like two chairs for the price of one with these ones. Then we got them home once they finally came in and we we're just like, yeah. uh, like they're nice. Yeah. But then it was a really great reminder. Well, it wasn't a great reminder until we finally found the fuck yeah chairs. Mm-hmm. When we, cause of originalizing these chairs and I was like, ah, it's just too expensive. And then we went back and we were just looking around and you were like, these chairs are amazing. And then the lady And I didn't happened. know you liked those chairs. I love those chairs. Yeah. And the lady heard Jared and was like, oh, those are on a floor clearance. They're on sale. sale. And I'm like, pardon? And now, not just a little sale, a substantial sale. And all of a sudden they were in our wheelhouse. And they are such fuck yeah chairs. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Could go back to 2003. Like we're, I don't want to say piss poor, but we we're broke. And can you ever imagine spending that much money on chairs? No. Like your car costs more than that. Or no, the chair costs more than your car. Uh, the Red Rascal? Uh, yeah. Probably, for sure. Probably. Yeah. Was less money than this chair. <laughs> sad. You know, like, yeah. like I just couldn't, like, I just. Something. But not sad because, well, it's all, everything changes and it's relative. And yeah, I feel really good about those chairs and we'll yeah. have them for a long time. And, but yeah, you can't, that's the thing. Just like we can't imagine in the future or other people's lives mm-hmm. you can never really imagine things until you're in it and yeah. Then, yeah and then some other really really sad news like really sad news next week i have to get my car back <laughs> i'm excited about the space that's, in the driveway that's, that's really sad <laughs> my lease is up so now i gotta find another car don't worry grady will find you one He's yeah staying like looking for you yeah, he wants me to get a Lamborghini, and mm-hmm. I have zero interest in driving a Lamborghini. That's our son. Yeah. Um, what else has happened? The weather's been outstanding. We went for an afternoon swim today. It's what time? Is, it's yeah, what day is today? This, Thursday? No, what day is today? This is my hair. Today's Tuesday. This is my afternoon swim hair look. Yeah, um, yeah we did. And, it, you know, it's funny because I <clears throat> I have been a little grouchy at times recently. No. I know. It's surprising. It's hard to tell. Um and between clients today, I was, you know, I was doing some work outside and doing some things. And I was like, I'm just going to stop and go swimming. And best thing I did, and I don't know why I wouldn't do that more. I will do that more. I was working down at the lake and I was on a call uh, with a, a new coaching client while he was interviewing us to do some coaching with us. And I saw you walking down. I was pumped that you were coming down. Like I was super, super stoked. Yeah. Play fetch so, in the water with our dog. But that's actually something that's really important to, you know, a big takeaway is, um, you know, it it probably seems like, oh, living on the lake is so easy and so great. And it is. It's pretty rad. But we're also still ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so everything you do, you bring yourself with you. Mm -hmm. And I still bump up against, you know, this drive to get things done or feeling like I need to do something and it's hard for me to relax. And um, it doesn't seem like that on the outside sometimes because probably I You're seem pretty really unproductive. <laughs> <laughs> but the mental battle is real. Um, yeah, which takes a lot of energy. Having so did, mental did a client bring up to you today that how they thought we arrived or it's so easy for us? Is that why you brought that conversation up? Because this uh, is the conversation that we had earlier today. No, I just, I, no. Or is that I, what you, you were going to? I hear, that? no, I hear comments from people. Okay. Oh, must be so good. And it is like, don't get me wrong. I'm the, the best life. I ever. get it. I get it. Sweetheart. People see your trophy husband. It's true. And they're yeah. like, Krista what has it. Like, like, she's got it made. This guy <laughs> communicates so well. He listens. He's like, thoughtful. no, but like you can chime in on this chair because you know, it's like in real estate, you think, Oh, when I have, this many more houses mm-hmm. and this much cash flow, like then I can relax and I will feel better inside. But you don't actually feel better inside unless you do the work to feel better inside. Mm-hmm. And the things won't ever do that for you. I just did a call um with Aaron uh from the gym. 
and him and I were doing a call because he where he wants to do join the under thirty program, or mm-hmm. he was looking at That'd doing cool. it. Oh, come on, it would blow him up. Awesome. Yeah. And so I do this call with him, and he sends me a text afterwards. I'll read you the text. Uh, so Aaron, if you're listening, <laughs> Jared doesn't um, like to get permission from people first. No, there's zero permission. But he sends me this text, and it was really, it was really great. He's like, uh, I was apprehensive prior to our meeting just because I didn't feel I knew you guys well enough to make a real judgment call on your character. Obviously, because he sees us in the gym at the trap, but doesn't really know us. Yeah. Obviously, I like you guys. But a decision like this requires more than just that, than the feeling that I had. Uh, I have to be willing to trust both of you. Fortunately, our meeting, uh, our meeting and you talking about the reasons for you doing this gave me an unreal feeling about this program. And I'm super excited to proceed with you guys. Um, so it was great because him and I had this conversation and it wasn't about real estate. Yeah. It was like, you know, like who you are is who you are and you take it everywhere you go. Well, here's the trick. It was unreal. Our coaching is about real estate, but not really. Well, that, that's what <laughs> the, the, the secret is that it's not really. That's what I told him. I'm like, dude, everyone comes to us thinking that they're going to get rich, it, like money, rich in real estate. But the truth is they get rich in life. Yeah. And because there's so much more to buy in real estate. And so as we're him and I are having this conversation, if he's, you know, potentially getting engaged, he's potentially going to get married. He's going to have kids. He's looking to grow his business. He's young. Um, he wants to get well, he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. And, but he also, you know, this age group's a little bit different where they want more than just money. Yeah. And so he was like lit, like you can see by the text, he was just lit right up. Yeah. So it made me feel really good that I was coming across yeah. like that because real estate's easy. And like I said, I've said this for years, buying one, two or three properties is crazy easy, mm-hmm. you know? Buying 10 and being an unreal human being is hard. Yeah. Buying 10 alone is hard, but, you know, staying grounded and being who you aspire to be is very difficult. Yeah. Not letting fear or um, the stresses of that take you out. Because there's going to be stresses if you're buying. Yeah. Like I was talking at another coaching call with a client today and he was like, you know, they, if it was a couple, they were praising their journey that they've been on. They've bought one property. They're getting ready to transit. Look, we're just starting to look for their second. And they're like, you know, they're just super pumped and grateful that their communication's better. They're slow playing the growth. They're enjoying the ride, but they're actually fast playing the growth. Yeah. They don't understand that. Like they think they're moving slow. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, they, they're going to buy two properties in, in a year. That's huge. Yeah. Without this journey, without this process, they wouldn't have bought any. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it just comes to mind. So another update is I, I learned to run on the weekend. Mm. <laughs> so we, we have a track coach. The kids. A so sprint Jared, coach. Yeah. Jared has been after me to do this sprinting with, with, so the kids are. Okay. But let's, we are, we are avid work. Like we work out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, more, like, more, we always have, but, yeah, we're, but really we're working focused. out a lot right Be- now. Because. Part of our goals and visions. We live we, on a lake. We got to look good. Yeah. No, everything we'd always written over the years of our goals and visions was this lifestyle of like getting to go to the gym and work out, but we weren't giving it to ourselves the way we had dreamed of and imagined. So we've really stepped into that and it feels amazing. Um, so Jared's been after me to go learn to run. Like kids do sprint training and have awesome coach. And uh, I was like, I'm way too old to learn. Okay, so Grant a is a, like an Olympian, or he was well until he got hurt. Like but he would have been, level, he was yeah. an Olympic level sprinter, and he got into a car accident, broke his neck, and his career was over. But so our kids have been doing track for easily a year, year and a half because we we feel I feel it's a good balance for hockey. And so, and they love it. And he's oh, yeah, a no, really he, great he's, that's phenomenal. character. But, um, so I've been after Krista for the last however many months to let's do track, let's do track, let's do track. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to go to track and look like an ass. <laughs> you were so fucking fast. No, okay. So here's where I'm go- going with this it blew. I've never been taught to run. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those basic things that, that you don't generally get taught, you're just expected to do. So, how, it's exactly the same as real estate. How should you know how to invest in real estate well if you're not taught? Yeah. I became, I don't know, fast is the right word, fast. but I didn't look like a dolt. 
pretty quickly. I, I, they, like within, I, within, apparently I, I ran like an egg beater <laughs> and then pretty quickly I didn't. Within like 20 minutes, you were like full on sprinting. It was unbelievable. Well, for me, this is fast. If my brother's listening, we are going to like do a do over of our yeah. last sprint 20 no, years ago. <laughs> I was afraid to race you. That's how fast. Well, you're. all I could think was my big brother, who's really big, like he's a big dude looks like a football player and he would beat me in sprinting. And so that was always playing in my mind. Like if Craig can beat me, like everybody can. Yeah, I know you were so no, fast. fast but. So now we're, now we're real estate investors. We're coaches. We are worker routers. <laughs> and if that's a spray testing and we're track superstars. <laughs> it's like, is that where he's going with this? Like, I, no, I wouldn't go that far. Hopefully. We're going to go out and get track shoes. No, definitely not. Oh my God. Yeah. But so the point is, you know, take time and learn things properly mm -hmm. and from somebody who understands and knows. And that's what we've done with our personal growth. Um, definitely with real estate over the years. And that's what we're trying to do for people. Mm -hmm. Brett called himself the speed doctor. I guess we're in the like, Listen, if he, if he can get you running fast, that is unbelievable. No, that I think you could say anybody can run fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Anyway. You're so good. Yeah. Like fun. so proud of you. Okay, so this is our last episode of the season. Let's, uh, I, I know we kind of loosely talked about it. We don't have anything written down because we don't, I don't really like doing that. And you love having scripts and all that stuff. And I just like to, getting better uh, without it. Yeah, I know you're great. Um, let's give everyone some kind of some meat, some real good shit before we get into the top 12, these 12 questions that we're actually stealing from a guy named Marlon Dolan. With permission. With permission. Yeah, I didn't steal them. I told him I was stealing them. No, so we, Arlen okay. is a, you know, a, a colleague. And, He's a friend um, of ours. I, I, yeah, I don't know him super well. I really like him, yeah. what I know him. Yeah. But I, I love the, the stuff he puts out online. And um, I had read these before Jared mentioned this. And I was just like, oh, this is really brilliant. All of his stuff that he posts on Facebook is funny. Yes. It's, it's awesome. 12 it's, questions he's been asked or DM'd and simple answers yeah as a real and but as we were reading this i was just like oh, i get asked these all the time so mm -hmm. actually i reached out to Ireland, like dude we're going to do a podcast is it okay if i reference these questions otherwise i can go make up similar questions but it's just so much easier to take Ireland's because it's yeah, just well, it's just good stuff Ireland credit we may have different answers i actually haven't reread it but yeah so uh, before we get to that though mm -hmm. So you and I have a crazy real estate career. We have a crazy journey on personal life, growth, all that stuff, kids, everything. Um, we're on the lake. We, we, like legit dream house. Um, I never would have thought back in 2003, this is where it would end up. And so what are, let's give five top tips. I know, I know we talked about 10 I before. I have like a hundred. So. Okay. Let's give top a hundred. We're going to be here for three hours. No, but let's give like top five, top six uh, lessons that we've learned mm -hmm. over the years of real estate investing, like everything. Yeah. So go. Well, I'm going to go with the one. I let's go one for one. Okay. Like you go I, I just sort of said one, which was getting things or um, achievement, buying things, all of that won't, won't change anything for you. Other than it won't change your wiring. You'll still be you. Um, so what's the top, what's the last, like, what's the. the top, so the, top, oh yeah. So if I. Um, so summarize, sim simplify. <clears throat> I don't like to start it with a don't, but this is what's coming to mind right now is don't think things will fix anything. D don't think things, things will, will fix, fix anything. anything. So, you know, our social media guys are going to make that a quote. Oh yes, you know how weird it is to get quoted from things you said, and I was like, "Really, yeah. I said that?" Like, yeah, but you see some really amazing stuff. I don't see that, but so I will guarantee you, Amy and Miles will find that as they watch this, and they will make a quote out of that. I just yeah. don't obviously think things. <laughs> what was it? Will make will make you happy or change? What did I say? I don't know. I don't Amy, know. Amy's gonna cut it up. And Reverse. Find it. Yeah. And listen again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's gone. Okay, so there's there's a tip. Uh, for me, it would be um, make sure you're following the right people. Mm. You know, whether it's in a group, you know, like I have a hard time with the big groups because I actually don't think big groups work anymore. Um, 
without you knowing what's behind the curtain, you know, or what's behind the scenes. Like a big group is supposed to, they're manned and nothing against big groups. We were part of one. Um, we went there, we built our portfolio from it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not trashing any particular group. I'm just saying, I just don't feel big groups work the way they should. Um, because I think if you go into the big group, understanding that their job or their intent is to put bums in the seat to get memberships, which fills their funnel, which is their pockets. Um, then, then you can take everything for kind of face value. And so, but I think what people do is they get caught into the trap thinking that every speaker has been vetted, every booth has been vetted, every system has been vetted. None of that's true. And, you know, so then they'll hear someone talk about buying in Regina. I don't know anything about Regina, but they could, so I'm not trashing Regina, but they could sit up and say, Hey, you know, Regina's da da da. And all of a sudden people are hopping on planes, driving to Regina just because someone on stage said, so follow the right people. Um, you know, make sure that they are living the fuck yeah life that you want to live. There's a lot of people out there giving advice or, or, saying they've done stuff when they actually haven't done stuff. So just make sure that you're following the right people. Well, and I'd add to that. Yeah. Just be careful how things look on the outside with Mm -hmm. anyone, Totally. you know, and yeah, don't buy into the perfect life. Everyone looks like they have on social media, including us. Oh my God. If you think for a second, we don't have big blowouts and yeah, I mean, we don't have big blowouts. No, but I mean, we still have shit. Like we have stuff. So and regardless. Okay, three. Okay, go. Um, don't let anybody there's a bit of a dichotomy in mind because it's like on one hand, don't don't just listen to what somebody else says. Like bring it back to this sort of piggybacks on yours, but bring it back to what works for you and what's true for you in your life. Um, you know, just because somebody says you should buy this property or have 10 properties. But when you really feel like for me in my life, three is better or Mm -hmm. I don't know, making stuff up. And on the other side, be coachable as far as when people, you know, be let yourself be questioned and notice if you, if you are defensive, defensive Mm -hmm. is ego. Defensive is thinking you need to protect something. So be coachable yet come back to your own judgment and gut. Ooh, another quote. Oh gosh. Be coachable, but come back to your own judgment and gut. Love it. <laughs> you're so cute. I love that you're grabbing them. Love it. Okay, four. Uh limit how many people you follow uh, for yeah. advice. And oh yeah. This yeah. is like your sprinkle conversation. Yeah, like this has actually been coming up a lot for me the last little while. Like I think, you know, coaching and personal development and all everything, I think everything is sprinkled on top of life. Yeah. And, you know, I see people go to workshop after workshop after workshop, um, you know, course after course, program after program. It's like, holy fuck, like how how do you have any time to enjoy anything or implement yeah. anything or or, you know, so it's like slow the fuck down. And, and I'm going to go one step further than that. I would even say if you're wanting to grow a real estate business, which most of our listeners are wanting to, then don't spend time reading real estate books and mm-hmm. listening to real estate podcasts. Spend time listening to mindset books and mindset podcasts. Yeah. If you want to be a life coach, don't spend time reading life coaching books. Spend time reading business books. Mm-hmm. Like focus on. The, the the challenging part and when you build real estate the challenging part is the mindset it's mindset it's mindset so spend all your time reading m- mindset stuff versus reading 12 books on it on real estate because mm-hmm. you can actually get caught in the trap of everyone's opinion of real estate yeah. and i'll actually stop you okay i got five okay let's do it so um why aren't you pulling quotes out from me when i say i don't really my brain doesn't really (laughs) operate like that it's like in and out (laughs) but there's a lot in there jared for sure show everybody our mugs look at those mugs i don't know i can't see the camera krista is getting shirts and sweaters and hats made that's a fuck yeah and the jk super cool um Always, 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 no matter what you're doing, 
be anchored in knowing what lights you up and what are the things that you do in your life for enjoyment. Don't make life a grind, mm. just a grind. Grind, but have fun. Yeah. And fun isn't, so I want to, there's a caveat because I feel like if we were in our 20s, maybe we would have thought like going out to the bar, hanging out with friends at a bar might have been, we weren't really like this, but um, it, it's not going and getting lit up at a party. That's not it. Mm. It's it's for some person it might be painting sometimes or art or crafts or hiking. For you it would be working out and yeah, running. Running. Yeah. So I want to talk about the grind. So explain the grind a little bit because I don't think people understand the balance around a grind. Right. You know, like they think my view of it when mm-hmm. I was twenty eight twenties you know, seven, 28, 29 years old, it was like grind. I had to grind. It was yeah. like, I had to hustle, you know, I had to work full time and then go build this portfolio and do this. And mm-hmm. I was always working. Yeah. So how does like, how does someone balance the grind? Um, it's sort of individual as we know, like we're different, but, um, I guess what I want to say is your grind will be more productive of who you're showing up in that grind is fulfilled and whole and you know grounded and yourself because mm-hmm. here's the thing if, let's say real estate investing is i mean the grind of it is like a, let's make up it it's a 10-year process then what if in that 10 years you lose yourself what if you don't know who you are anymore and, and what what you enjoy what is the point of any of it mm-hmm. if that's what you've done maybe you won't get to spend the degree of time in it that you'd like to mm-hmm. But that's that will come. We didn't that like and feel good about it. I guess that's what I, I bump up against a lot with clients is they just don't see the importance of it. And then when they do it and they realize they're a better partner, they're a better they're better in business because they're more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. They start to see the importance. Six. Don't quit your fucking job. <laughs> I was talking to clients today and they're like, yeah, we're thinking about leaving our job. And I'm just like, you have three fucking houses. Like, don't even have that thought. Yeah. You know, like you can have that thought in 10, 15 years, but let's not have that conversation right now. If you want to leave your job, great. Let's make a plan for it. If you want to transition to a different job that you like better, let's talk about that. But, you know, like, okay. you can't live off of three houses. Well, I, okay. So I, I don't know that that's always true, but, but I think there's some things to be careful. At, at the start, it, it is always true. Well, when yes, you're putting if, 20% down and yeah, you got no cash, that's if your purpose true. is in the, yeah. And if you have real estate already and you're trying to build more, like if you're just, if you don't have overhead and you're just trying to build some business or something, maybe it's possible. Just, I think it, you have to be careful how you say these things, but no, so, I don't. No, okay, let me let me if finish. You have three fucking houses. Yes. That cash flow three hundred dollars each. Yeah. That's nine hundred dollars. Do not leave your fucking job. Yes. Don't think that that means Period. anything. For don't cash. even have the com- fucking conversation. No, about I agree. Your job. But so here, it's like um, we haven't been divorced ever yet, either of us. Whoa. <laughs> no, let me go. Did let me you finish. Seriously, <laughs> just say we haven't been divorced yet. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm in, in the moment. You just don't. Oh my God. I have no intention. No pressure. Divorced. No pressure. Okay. So here's where I'm going. I can't wait to hear this. I'm one. really clear. Everything I've talked to friends, people read statistically, this isn't always the case, but oftentimes if you get divorced and you think it's all going to be better in the next relationship, it oftentimes isn't mm-hmm. because just like in a relationship, you're the same person in the next relationship. If you've not done anything, to change it. In your job, you're going to change jobs and be the same person in that next job. I think you could have very easily reference that and made a point without saying we're not divorced yet. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's a little, I didn't mean Like it. that could be a that. quote. We're not divorced yet. <laughs> don't. Wouldn't that be funny if Amy and Miles pulled that out and said, hey. Uh, Yay, we're not divorced yet. <laughs> we're not divorced yet. Uh, I do want to talk about social media, though. In the last month, we have gone off and hired social media like we have you know we talked about social social media not being real and stuff like that like we have legit a camera guy that comes to our house once a week 
and does video and yeah, pictures so, and everything. Uh, well, something I want to say about that yes. that I think is important. I've been really resistant to this. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I hate my camera or my camera taken, my photo taken and video. Like I'm getting better. Part a lot of it's because um, he's amazing and makes me feel comfortable. But I also don't want to contribute to all the bullshit on social media mm-hmm. that makes everything look so beautiful and perfect. Yeah, but that's how social media is played. I know, here. and so that's why I've been resistant. And so and, I, but I think I want to set think, the record straight that it, like, it's a professional photographer taking pictures of us. Yeah. And yeah, life is amazing, but just be careful what you buy, the narrative you're buying into when you watch people. It is crazy. So now when I look at social media, I'm just like, is that like, what's going well, on? Well, we here? know some famous people that are like social famous people. And it's conflicting how you see them online and how you see them in real life. Yeah. So um, nothing wrong with it, but it's the beast and mm. it just is what it is. But we are, we are pretty much the same online and same. No, we are person. other than, like we're um, not, we're well, really I did say to Rashawn yesterday, I'm like, this is like the couple times a month that I fix myself up. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> like, we don't get dressed up to go no, out and we I don't, don't have social, you know, we don't, just COVID's part of that maybe. But we, also, but we also yeah. don't, like, we're not going out partying yeah. and we're not fancy and we're not, you know, we're pretty simple people. Yeah. Which, which is, which is rad. I'm, I'm, I am enjoying it. I hate to say that. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's super fun. Yes, okay. Because he's cool. Yeah, no. And I'm learning a lot. Yeah, no, we're learning all the time. Okay, so let's, so that was like top five or six tips i just really wanted to give people some lessons that we've learned over the years and another one i would give is slow the fuck down yeah you know like i've said this before and apparently someone else says this slow down to speed up uh rich i'm gonna i'm gonna say who that is that's um rich, rich Lippin. Yeah. uh prosperous coach is his one his famous book but he's a really amazing coach yeah i've never heard him say it so it's funny that he's he must yeah be, the funny thing he is, must be super cool too yeah he is super cool yeah I mean, I've never met him. This is me on his social presence. Yeah. Um, judging him is cool. Uh, I want to back up because I think this is really important. You in the grind years, did you, did you, if someone had said to you what we just said, how you can have balance and you can do things that light you up, like, you know, if lighting you up is going skiing or camping mm-hmm. or running. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that? No, no. And here's why, as as you're talking, I'm thinking, because the people that were giving me that feedback, I had that feedback, was no one that, I don't want to say I respected, but I wasn't paying for their feedback. I wasn't paying for their guidance. They were peers Hmm. who I was in competition with. That's how I viewed it. And so it's like, no, I don't, like, I'll do that later. I'll do yeah. that later. I'll do that later. When you arrive. But you totally, <laughs> but you look at, you know, our work with Rags or our work with Alan or our work with John, like they tell me to do something. It's like done. Yeah. You know, like, and so what do you look, think- look at the transition that I went through in the last three years. Yeah. It's fucking massive because I was paying ridiculous amounts of money for coaching. It wasn't ridiculous because it was hugely beneficial. Yeah. But some would perceive that as a, a shit ton of money, which it was. But the, I was listening and it was yeah. course correct, course correct, course correct, where that's the benefit of, you know, our coaching or anyone's coaching. It's like, that's what coaches do. Yeah, that's true. You know, like when you're paying for something, you listen a little bit better. Well, I think, and I, I, think. I just think people hearing from someone like you who really didn't believe it and, and had a hard time buying into that was possible, like to have the belief system of it was possible to have all that mm-hmm. and have some balance in your life, then I think hearing it from you is helpful. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not, yeah, but it's, I'm not certain people listening will be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna slow down. and yeah. if they do slow down, they don't know how to slow down. Yeah. You know, so a guy like me, I don't know who else is out, out there that's like me. It's like, I got extremes. It's like, yeah. you know, slow down. So I'll stop. Yeah. You know, you know, I got to grind. So I go grind, you know, like I'll yeah. go work 12, 14, 16 hour days. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know how to find that middle by myself. Yeah. Whereas all the work I've done with somebody, it's like, okay, go do this and go do this and go yeah. sit on a rock and go talk to a tree and whatever, whatever practices that. You that, heard it here, people. All that Jared stuff is true. Has all, talked to a tree. <laughs> all that stuff is legit. <laughs> he will lead you to believe that he would never yeah. do that. I talked to a rock and I tried to move it with my hands. And <laughs> it's like fucking Jedi shit. 
Um, okay, so let's get into these top 12 questions. I just um, want you to know you're really hot when you talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. It's my little secret. I know. I yeah, know. but I legit would go sit on a rock and talk to a tree and feel its energy. It's Weird. kind of our secret because, you know, people think I'm married to this tough guy. Well, you, I am. you are married to a tough guy. Like, again. First, we're getting a divorce, and now we're not just okay. What I mean is they don't know how deep you are. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, our coaching clients do because I get into it with them. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. What was your – this is care of Arlen. What was your best real estate deal? Selling Leanne Manor. <laughs> so we bought this apartment building uh, back in 2005 for a million dollars, just over a million. Uh, yeah. 15. Remember? 15-unit building, yeah. Fucking hated it. I like it was. It was so, uh, this, fifteen years. This of is important shit. because a lot of people, us included, were like multifamily. Where's that? Why you hate it? I will never get into a multifamily again. Uh, what you you know, like fifteen tenants in one building, and the the old saying is, or the the pushback is, oh, it's one roof, it's one boiler, yeah. it's you know, one building. It's easier to get a mortgage. It's all this other shit. And I get all that, and part of that's true. However, the roof that we had to do cost me like thirty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I can go have ten houses, and I don't have to replace every fucking roof at the same time. Right. And in most cases, the way I build my, the, the way we do our portfolios, I don't have to replace any roof because I sell before it has to get done. Whereas an apartment building, it's not the case. A boiler, like I probably spent thirty-five thousand dollars on my boiler over over 10, 15 years. Yeah. And not only that, what you do to one unit, if you do a rent decrease to one unit, the whole building gets a rent decrease. Bed bugs, bed bugs go through that building, a building. Like I bet you we had bed bugs in that building a number of times. Mm-hmm. And you know everything is just a disaster. If someone smokes, the whole floor and above the floor sucks or complain. So selling that building was was the most unbelievable thing. And so we bought it for just like I say, just over one million. I think one point zero, like one million ten thousand dollars, something like that. And. Uh, after five years, so in 2010, the bank called the loan. So we were with another bank. The bank called the loan on us. And that was fucking a disaster because we had to scramble to get financing. Mm-hmm. Um, with a shitty bookkeeper at the time. It was terrible. And <laughs> no, it wasn't. Good. Yeah, well, I was a bookkeeper then. And it wasn't had nothing to do with bookkeeping. No, I know, but there's yeah. a lot of stress on the bookkeeper. Oh, well, yeah. I'm no, because sure. the financial end to get disaster. the approval ended. Yeah. I don't even remember that. It was just a fucking disaster. Um, but so we had to put more money down. I had a partner on it, bought a partner, and a year later sold the building for 1.5, 1.45. Yeah, which you never would have guessed. I never would have guessed. So that, no, this was year, this was two years ago because that pandemic has wiped out a full fucking yeah, year. Yeah, mentally, totally. So we sold that house uh, two months before the pandemic hit. So I just want no, to No, I'm lying, I'm lying. We sold that, we sold that apartment six months before the pandemic hit and it was a it was a four-month close and it closed oh, yeah. two months before the pandemic and and before you back up i'm going to throw some numbers i owed five hundred thousand dollars on that building mm-hmm. sold it for 1.45 you know after my commission i walked out with 900 grand yeah. from that building it was it was massive but here's the thing about that you know here's the behind the scenes of that we had just talked about like, you know, maybe we should get some money off the table, like start to sell some things. And, and you, you know, you're in the mindset like, no, grand prize and low. Um, it's not a good time to sell. No one's going to be buying something like an apartment building, especially now. And when you bought the partner out, you definitely mm-hmm. thought you were into it for a long time. Still after that, it was a scary thing to buy, buy him out. And, um, and then, the, the only reason it sold is because they came to you. Yeah. Like you. Well, I reached out to Jason. Oh, yeah. You, you did. And I said, listen, I got, call. yeah, I reached out to Jay. I said, listen, I got this building. If someone's interested, yeah. Let me know. And like a day later, he called and he's like, yeah, I got someone interested. Yeah. And well, he actually told me it would never sell. Yeah. He's like, there's no way that's going to sell. Next day, he's like, I got someone interested. So it's important to remember, you know, don't make up your mind for yeah. people or situations or yeah. be open. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. So I got a question for you. So we're just shock. We'll just shock in these. Yeah. Um, did you always know you would be successful? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Um. I mean, my high school yearbook quote was <laughs> that's so dorky, but I'm gonna say it. It the job or ambition or whatever the title thing was was 
I mean, as a powerful woman now, I wouldn't say this again, but it was uh, to be a town girl in the <laughs> NHL before making my millions. I mean, I said it to be funny, but it was really, I was determined that I was going to make millions. I was clear that was going to happen. Amy, make that a quote. <laughs> I wanted to be a towel girl in the NHL. No, I mean, I want to back up. It's so demeaning to myself now. I was a hockey player myself, so... Yeah. Um, Looking back now, would I let my daughter do that quote? No. <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, and that's because, Jared, that's because I was in a world called Amway at that time with my parents taking me to all these, like, mind-stretching things, looking at fancy cars, um, being around successful people, reading reading cool books about successful people. So I, I deemed it as possible. Mm -hmm. And that, that was my view. Mm -hmm. How about you? Ah, uh, fuck. I, I I don't know. I don't know if I ever thought about it. Um, well, I'm I'm sure in, in hockey, hockey you did. yeah, in hockey I did, but in you know it, what I have said here is where I'm going to be when I'm 43 years old. Uh, no, like today, not a chance. Um, I shouldn't say that. When I was when I was a kid, yes, mm -hmm. I would say I'd have this house here and I'd be in LA or I'd have these cars. Yeah, because I just assumed I'd do that in hockey. When uh, hockey was over. I don't think I would be able to answer that question. Yeah, because you hadn't thought. Because I never thought past that. Yeah. You know, I was like poor dad mentality, right? You know, rich dad, poor dad. I was, I was living this poor dad mentality. Yeah. Um. I have this one for you. I heard you still work hard and still work. I'm not sure people would say this about you because I don't think they get it. But I heard you still work hard and still work long hours. Why, if you don't need to? I fucking love it. Yeah. Like I love work, mm -hmm. and. You know, like Tilt is awesome. For, uh, we just had a record month last month. We take on, Ooh. we took on like, like just awesome clients. And, mm -hmm. um, like Tilt is kind of like, it's all set up where I don't have to, like, I don't go into Tilt. I don't go into the office. I haven't been there in weeks. Um, but the systems are good and the team's good and everything's good there and it's fun. Um, coaching is amazing. Like, I just love it. I love the new program that we're launching, the under 30 program. That lights me the fuck up. I love the the strategizing on like a, the other program, the the uh, advanced investor program uh, workshop we're going to put on the retreat. Like it's just awesome. Yeah. Um, I think though it's confusing for people because um, you do it in such a way that you still get all the things in now, where it doesn't yeah. really look like work. It, I mean, you. What did the cabinet guy say to you today? Yeah, well, yeah. So the kitchen guy's here today, and he's like, "I'm busy on my iPad. I'm working. I'm trying to get ready for a meeting." And he's just chat, chat, chat. And I'm just like, "Such Fine. a nice guy." No, Mike's chat. awesome. So finally, I have to go to him. Like, listen, dude, I'm really busy. I don't got time to chat. Oh no, I thought you were semi-retired. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that from? Like, you're like, <laughs> he's like, well, well, we're always home. No, but I legit said, I'm like, how the fuck did you come up with that? <laughs> and he's like, well, you're always home, and you're you're always in shorts, and. You know, you're often wearing a tank top or no shirt and you're cruising, you're on the boat. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, but I work all the time. Yeah. You know, like, like just now I just got a text message. It's 640 at night. And I just got a text message. I, I just sent a, a contract for a, uh, a property management client. She, she's just texting. She signed up. She signed all the paperwork and everything's good. Like I'm still working. Like I work all the time. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. So, but I love it, you <laughs> yeah. know, and, and I, I, I have found a way that works in the life that I want to have and works at, for the most part with you. Mm -hmm. I've gotten really good at asking if I can do calls now or if I can go work or if I need to do this for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. I think. Yeah. We had to create boundaries around yeah. like, cause Jared would unconsciously just be on his phone, be busy cause he loved it, but then he wouldn't be present and you know, around if I needed him. But mm. that was my work to say what I needed. Mm. And, uh, it's taking practice. Yeah. But I love work. Yeah. Like I legit love it. Yeah. Um, I love coaching. Like I love, love helping people out. I and and I just want to say a thing. I Arlen's answer has to do with like what his kids see. We've had a lot of conversations around like, are kids going to get hard work? Like, um, they do. Yeah, they do. And, and we they definitely teach do. them about hard work. And also we had to untrain ourselves out of the narrative that, um, that you had to work hard. That's the mm. only way to get ahead. That it had to be a grind. It had, you couldn't relax and enjoy things too. Yeah. That's an untraining that we had to do. I'm still, I'm truthfully, I'm still at work on it. And I think we're teaching our kids to be coachable. Yeah. 
you know, like our kids have trainers, they have skating coaches and skill coaches, they have teachers, they have, you know, the, the academy coaches, they have us coaches, they see us doing coaching, they see us getting coaching. You know, we have a counselor, we have all this stuff, like we have all this, we have this community of support Mm -hmm. that I really truly believe that in 20 years, if, if our kids are having struggles in relationship, they are equipped, they are trained to reach out for help yeah, because they've seen it. They've mm-hmm. witnessed it. They've been a part of it. You know, like our kids definitely know what hard work is and they definitely, I feel that we're teaching them how to get help. Yeah. And they don't have to do it themselves. It's definitely different than the way I grew up, but you're going to love this one. Okay. Shoot. I just Ooh. wanted you to know my glass. Is empty. Yeah. Oh. It's not mine. Not, you can drink mine. <laughs> what is this? Like wine? Blush. Blush. <laughs> What is, you're gonna love this one. What is the greatest compliment you have ever received, and from whom? Oh. Aside from me saying that you're super fucking fast on the track. <laughs> yeah, but I don't actually believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I can't tell if you're complimenting me or making a little fun. No, of I'm me. totally. Fine. I know you're complimenting me, but you're also probably. Um, hmm. That's a good question. Um, It is hard for me to land compliments on myself. Mm -hmm. As you know, you've worked really hard at trying to get me to. So, oh, I know. Brant said to me the other day, he's like. Brant's our trainer. Yeah. Or one of our trainers. Yeah. And the kids is trainer. Mm -hmm. He's like, I just fucking love your kids. He said. Mm -hmm. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, they're the best kids. And, and, uh, you know, I was like, really? Like they're, they're good. They listen. And, you know, cause as a mom, I'm really attached to them being amazing human beings. And so, yeah, it meant a lot from him. Cause I know he's big on work ethic and drive and motivation. And, um, so for him to say that and see that and acknowledge it, oh, really good. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna take some credit for that. Yeah, I guess awesome. like I guess the compliment was about the kids, but swear when I met you years ago in 2000, I knew you'd be the most unbelievable mom. Oh. I knew it, and I've been able to witness it and be a part of it. It's been fucking rad. And well, we might even end on this part. I'm not really sure, but uh, having you as my partner, as my wife, as my lover, as my BF, as my BFF is like rad. And I'm super, super honored and grateful that you're my kid's mom and you're my wife. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to receive that. I got one more question for you. Okay. And I just want to say we're an amazing team. Yin and yang. What? Yeah, thanks. Uh, what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Oh, okay. So, so funny. I just went through, I, I'm curious about you because we don't talk about this because Jared does not like to talk about things he doesn't know about. And, um, yeah, there had been coming in my realm in a bunch of places and on a coaching call with a bunch of fellow coaches. And then, um, anyways, it's showing up more and more and more. And I listened to some really cool, like murder mystery stories about the crypto guy that went missing. So then I was like, Hey, should I be list? Like, should I be figuring this out? And I was making myself a little wrong because I'm like, ah, Krista, like, you know, dig in and figure this out. Learn. You're going to be left behind. Cause I, I hate to be left out of things. And then, um, so my best friend Kirsten is really digging into it. Cause she, Kirsten's doing crypto. Yeah. 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 She's good. She taught me a lot. I actually know a lot more after talking to her, but I also know that what I, what I got from it was it's not the time for me right now to, to dig into it. Mm. I I'm not interested enough yet to put the time and effort it's going to take to learn about it. Um, I do want to, at some point, like I had the thought of, I haven't told you this, but I had the thought of like, let's task the kids in, in figuring this out with us. And like, you know, it's a rabbit hole to go down with them because do truthfully my, and, and Kirsten's reason for it is like, she wants to stay ahead of the curve with her kids. And so that she can be in the same realm and ballpark with her kids because she thinks it's the way it's going and she wants to be able to you know, be relevant to know what they're talking about as they go there. I know nothing about 
this cyber currency stuff I have, or crypto or whatever it's called. I have no idea. I know. And it's so actually, so you have a good that friend was, was who's been into it for, for... I sent the kids a group text saying, yeah. have you guys ordered pizza yet? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're cooking supper. Um, yeah, well, you have a good friend who's been into it yeah. for years with his son. And so I like, this is where I, this is so us because it's like, I think that we should get into real estate. So mm. then I start sneakily trying to find ways for us to get in real estate. I do wonder if somehow, some way we'll eventually go that way. I don't know. Maybe we will, maybe we won't, but I think we'll probably meet those friends at some point and start to ask questions and educate ourselves. And so I have a question. Yeah. And the question is, uh, what is like 10 years from now? I've asked you this before and we never really get to an answer. So I'm wondering, I don't, I don't expect an answer of clarity today, but where are we 10 years from now? We're 53 years old. Like what's life like? Um, I'm going to continue the work on just really knowing what I want. And so a lot of it for me is like, really following that day to day as far as like what lights me up and how does life look and feel amazing and being really present to that. So then I'm not always striving for this or that, or I don't know if I'm, I'm saying this a little crypto, mm-hmm. still in the crypto. Um, I just, you know, I want more of this and I want, I want to have the capacity to be able to both like follow things for us that come up that we want to do because they fulfill us, but also follow the kids and enjoy the shit out of watching them as they fulfill their dreams. Mm. And you think we'll have grand grandkids in 10 years. And these, I don't 16, think like we had kids at 25. Yeah. I don't think it's a little different nowadays. Like, yeah. I, I hope, where do you think we're living? I hope not, but I mean, I, yeah, I would I love do it. Look forward to that yeah. One day. But. Where do you think we're living? On our lake house. You think we'll still be here? Um, I think this will be a, like our summer home. Yeah. Kids, kids will be gone in 10 years. I mean, that'd be cool. I'd be really cool with this being our um, grounding pad. Mm-hmm. And then once the kids go, it gives me a lot of permission to not be so stuck. Mm-hmm. Stuck's a bad word, but um, you know me. It's yeah. hard to get me to go. Yeah. And so. Well, this is your nest. Like this is your home. It's my nest and I'm mama bear and we have a friend, we have a friend who went through this and then all of a sudden now it's way easier for her to go. Yeah. So yeah, like for just spontaneity and freedom Mm. and I just have to figure out like a plant water and pet sitter. Wow. (laughs) We might not have pets. So we need to have the cash flow to also have that. Yeah. Okay, well, this and, is a wrap. What about you? I, I don't I, want to answer that because I don't know. Like, yeah, well, why? I sh- I would have done that answer if I knew it was allowed. Yeah, I don't. Uh, like, I want a jet. Uh, I swear to God, in five years, I want a jet. What will that mean to you? Like freedom. Huh. It's like I can get up because for me, it's I want to be with the kids as much as I possibly can, and I really think that in five years, Kenzie's going to be. You know, or last, you know, in two years, Kenzie, three years, Kenzie legit could be in the state somewhere playing college. Grady could be playing college or in the Western League or hockey somewhere. Mm-hmm. That what that would be is like, you know, let's go watch the kids' hockey game. You know, here's the game Saturday night, Kenzie's in Boston, and, you know, Sunday night, Kenzie, Grady's in Seattle. So we just go fly and watch these games. So that'd be cool. Um, some ego in that as well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see us living here in 10 years. I think we'll have like a winter home somewhere mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we'll, I'll probably still own some real estate, um, clear title. Obviously that's one of my goals right now is just to pay off as much as I possibly can as fast as I can. Yeah. Um, I see you and I traveling a shit ton yeah. just because. You know, there's like our kids hold us here. Like, you know, we're grounded in. Well, that's the reality we've made up and we've decided that's how we want to raise them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I I don't know. Like it's, I have, I think it's really relevant that I ask you one of these questions and then we'll, we'll we'll, we'll start to wind down. Um, my wife thinks it's better to be a nice person than to be a wealthy person. Your thoughts. Uh, I like Arlen's answer. Um, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, actually, I read that uh, question. So should we just quote Harlan? Well, I'm going to read his answer, and then I'll tell you mine. It says, it sounds like an excuse for not doing the work to build wealth. Being wealthy and being nice are not mutually exclusive. There's a quote that Arlen should have. I totally agree with that. And Amy, you can cut that out. And Miles. Uh, or, or Justin, yeah, for <laughs> Arlen. Um, uh, being wealthy is not being nice. Or being wealthy and nice are not mutually exclusive. No, no one would remember the, the good Samaritan if all he had was good intentions. He had money too. Um, you know, like, I think it's a balance and I don't, I don't know what the balance is because I don't, I'm not really all that balanced out in the first place. That, yeah, that's not totally true because obviously Mother Teresa had no money, but the point is you can do a lot of good with wealth and we've made up that money is bad. That's yeah. Like, I, I, you know, like I don't have much attachment to wealth or money. Um, you know, like money doesn't buy happiness. That's for yeah. darn sure. And I've spent a lot of time fixing my views of things and my energy around things and how I view myself mm -hmm. uh, with a lot of this. I love having wealth. Yeah. I love it. I love being able to buy the kids their hockey sticks or the skates that they want or buy the car that I want. Like, I love it. Um, yeah. But you can be a douchebag and be able to do those well, things. Well, Totally, but I don't, yeah, so, yeah, so I don't want to be a douche. But you can be in, an amazing my, guy and be able yeah, to do those things. Yeah. So, like, my big thing is I want to be a solid leader for my son. Yeah. And I want to be a solid example for my daughter. Where, you know, Kenzie's like, mm, yeah, I want to, I don't want a guy like that. Or yeah. I want, you know, or I want a guy like my dad. Yeah. Um, you know, versus trying to do everything not to have a guy like your dad. Right. Uh, why do you think people loop money and gold together? Or yeah, I, I think I don't know. You know, it's like I growing up as a kid. Like it was often we were often led to believe that if you had okay. money, you're a dick. And Lots of people still have that belief. Yeah, and nothing, nothing against how I was raised. Like it was just a belief system that we were taught, and my, you know, we were my parents were taught that, and so on and so on. Uh, I'm trying to Google. Um, Network, Mother Teresa's network. I'm curious if it was if it was legit. Any. If it was legit, zero dollars. I wouldn't even think to do that. Yeah. So it's just a quick Google says um, birth name was whatever, mother was Drana, whatever. Net worth was a hundred million dollars. Just a quick Google search. That's what no. comes up. That's what it says. Huh. Wow, that's interesting. I don't, I mean, I, even if it was, she would have just, I, I can imagine she would have just given it away and not used. She certainly didn't live. Yeah, and not saying what I searched was, was yeah. right, but I just Googled how much was Mother Teresa worth and it comes up at $100 million was her net worth. So here's the funny thing about money. And I'm not saying Google's right. Money is a made up thing. It, it's, it's a printed piece of paper that we put all this energy and weight on that. Um, yeah. I don't know how to, how to say that it is true. Obviously we need money to survive. The currency is real, but we put way more into totally. it and on it than totally. it needs. Totally. Another site I just clicked says mother Teresa was worth $11 million. So anywhere from 11 million to a hundred million. Regardless, I feel like this is a cliffhanger. Thing. <laughs> so, on that note, we are this ending season one. Tune in for season two. And I was like, it's terrible. Yeah. It was such reality. Tune in to <laughs> season two where we complete the saga of how much was Mother Teresa really worth. And why does it matter? So I guess this is the question. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, like money means nothing. Pizza here? No, I just seen Lyndon look. They're oh. like, are they still on there? <laughs> I think they need the kitchen back. You, you should see the lake. Like, I, I don't know if you want to turn around because you're on camera, but there are so many boats behind you. Oh. Yeah, like we need to go out on the water. We're going to go surfing. So we're going surfing. It's 7 o'clock right now. We're going surfing. So listen, everyone, thank you for tuning in to uh, Season 1. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we're here to, to not just talk, but to... Well, Season 2, we're going to have guests. Yeah, but we'd love to know. provide relevant content that's helpful. I think we do. Like I get so I much. We do. I get so much feedback from people saying that they just love how real we are. They yeah. love how our banter. They love how you correct me. They love how blunt I am. They <laughs> but love if there's it. more, please ask. They love it, yeah. and and to be honest, I don't know if I really care if they don't love it. 
to be totally honest with you. Like what we're real as yeah. real, like we're showing up as but real. But if you have questions. Ask the question. Yeah. We'll give you the answers. We'll give you our views, our opinions. Um, but more importantly, thanks for listening. So for anybody who's been watching and listening and tuning in, thank you very much. I think we've done nine episodes, 10 episodes. Really? Yeah, it's been pretty rad. Yeah. We're in new season two. It's going to start in September. We're taking the summer off from pretty much everything. We've got some coaching clients that we're still out on the go. We're, gonna, we're, we're honoring, we're, we're doing all that stuff. Um, got some new ones that are starting up September, new coaching program starting September 15th, which is our under 30 program, which is going to be so fucking rad. And, uh, anything else? No, I, um, everyone have a great summer. Enjoy and, it. Yeah. And keep in touch with us on social media. If you, uh, have any questions, we're there. And just know all those pictures are real. <laughs> yeah, they're real. I just yeah. might not look like that every day of my dog. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a happy summer.